When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's our great honour on SEN Test Cricket to have the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, here. Prime Minister, welcome. Well, good to be here, but uh, a pity about the view that we have here. There's nothing you can do about the Sydney weather, is there? Uh, apparently, that's beyond my control. I've, uh, I've, I'm blaming Tony Shepherd and saying that he should uh, take control here. Prime Minister, did Tony mention to you that he's talking about a roof? Here at the SCG. He, he, he is uh, talking about a roof somewhere <laughs> at one of these stadiums. Uh, is probably a, not, a, not a bad idea. I don't think you'd ever put a roof on the G, though, here. Um, I'm not quite sure how it would fit with the beautiful uh, members and ladies stands there. It's been wonderful to get to know you as from your sporting side of things and your time in office. And you are quite the cricket fan and aficionado. I, I am indeed. Uh, I'm a much better spectator than I was a player. So uh, I, I have always uh, always been to the SCG test for, gee, I'm showing my age now, for about uh, 45 years or wow. so. And uh, I, was, I was here when I was reading yesterday. I think it's, uh, it, it really showed... Uh, that you've been around a while when they're reminiscing about Lara's 277. And I remember being here that day and uh, Richardson got a ton as well. And I was with uh, a group that were in the, the, the members' stand and one of the people who was with us was uh, complaining that nothing was happening because no one was getting out. They didn't get an invite again. Yes. <laughs> and fair enough. One of the great innings of all time, Brian Lara. It was extraordinary. Prime Minister, what about, did you have cricketing idols growing up? Oh, of course I did. And the the great DK Lilly and, and, and Tomo and that generation, really, when I was when I was young. The Chapel Brothers, Dougie Walters, yeah. of course, uh, when he was uh, 97 and hit a six off the last ball. I remember watching that on TV and I used to as well. My grandfather, who I lived with when I was very young, um, uh, they passed away. There was my mum and, and my grandparents I lived with. And I remember listening to uh, the tests in, in the UK for the tour. And I think uh, 72 was probably the oh, wow. first one. So I was like eight years old or something. And... Uh, I can remember then the the, the teams, you know, Ed Rich and yeah. Luckhurst, I think, with the openers and... Uh, John it, Snow. John Snow, indeed. And the uh, So I remember uh, my, my grandfather was a, a great uh, sport uh, nut. So when I was a very little boy, uh, him instilling in me a, a, a love for the game. When you were growing up, were you an aspiring batter or a bowler? Um, I wasn't good enough at either, unfortunately. Uh, but, but I had a go, and I grew up uh, not too far from here in Camperdown. And there is uh, where I grew up, opposite the the kids' hospital. There's there's no grass, um, so 
there is a passageway uh, in between two houses. It was a city council housing estate. So it was built in 1927. Uh, and so it was, I guess, based on a bit similar to something you see quite common in the UK, where when you opened your front door across just about three foot from where uh, Fleming is sitting there was the other door. So you played cricket with a, a garbage bin up the end. So the only shot you ever had or could develop, you couldn't actually cut or, or pull because you'd hit the wall either side. It was a straight drive or a straight drive. They were, they were your <laughs> options. Four on the road on Pimmer. Piermont Bridge Road camp down and six if it was on the full and that, that was it so I I had a very good straight drive I'm picturing a Greg <laughs> Chappell like fee like here for the Prime Minister yes. that's the way he played um I wish. <laughs> Pam, what about um, the history with Prime Ministers and cricket? You know, Sir Robert Menzies initiated the Prime Ministers 11 decades ago. Uh, Bob Hawke brought it back, and I played in a couple of those. Uh, Paul Keating as well. Um, so now I'm assuming the Prime Minister 11 is going to go on um, it, for a few years. It, it Do you have much has. say in um, the way it's played and the makeup of the team and yeah, well, those I, type of things? I had a phone hook up with uh, George Bailey and Tony <laughs> Dottermaid uh, to select. Select the team, and uh, I must say they had more input than I did. Uh, but uh, we went through the sort of blend of you know experience, and and of course Matty Renshaw played yeah. and, and scored a ton uh, in the game and did well in in both innings. And it was it was great to get to know them. Ashton Agar was acting captain because uh, uh, at the beginning we did a reception that the. the the, the captain didn't quite make it, make it there. We had a reception in Parliament House. And the Windies guys were terrific to, to have a chat with. And I went down to Monica Oval and uh, gave them a pep talk in the dressing room. <laughs> uh, not that it was needed, but it was, it was played in really good spirit. And, of course, I, I think uh, one of the reasons why uh, Ranshaw's got another chance uh, is through the... The yep. PM's eleven games, so him and and Marcus Harris uh, did did well. Agar did well in the game, and it was uh, it was terrific. And it's always been that way. I remember David Boone getting a hundred, you know, as a youngster, and that sort of got his name up there. And there's always a nice blend of experienced players and 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 up and comers. Yeah, no, and and that's a a, a good thing. And uh, it was a chance to blood some some newbies uh, who are just getting their start and and as well as uh, the experienced players there and we had we the the other tradition that we had a, a bit of a, a muck round game as well with uh, the Perite 11 uh, at Kirribilli a couple of months ago I had a, a, a fellow called Nathan Lyon on my team and Andy. he had Brett Lee and, and, and I can say that I smacked Brett Lee, over uh, mid-on, the fact that it was a tennis ball and he was bowling at about 20 kilometres an hour, we might leave off. So he didn't do his research. He should have known you were strong in the V. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) There's the nub of an idea here, Fleming, is in a fantasy land where you ever became Prime Minister, you would want a hotline through to the chief selector, wouldn't you? Just before they send that team to India, you go, oh, 
you sure you got this right? I sort of got this hunch about this player who I wouldn't mind touring. Yes. <laughs> I reckon it might have happened over the years. <laughs> it, may, it, it may well have. Uh, it's probably been ignored, but it's been tried. And I'm looking forward to, I'm, I'm going to India, I'll be at, Day one of the fourth test there at the Narendra Modi Stadium there in uh, Gujarat in uh, Modi's home yeah. state. And he's invited us over with a business delegation to talk about relations between Australia and India. We've got a trade agreement now. And it shows that one of the things cricket does, of course, is bring people together. And so uh, he's, he's timed it uh, to uh, it, we, we talked at the G20 meeting and he was like, you must come and you must be here on this day uh, for day one at the test of, of my stadium. So I'm not sure anyone in Australia, a politician, would get away with uh, naming a stadium <laughs> after themselves. <laughs> Remember the controversy here over the Pat Hills stand and Pat Hills was a former Labor leader in New South Wales who was on the trust for ever and ever, but uh, that, was, that was controversial enough. Philosophically, Prime Minister, what is the place of the Australian cricket team in your mind? Oh, look, it's so important that uh, for Australian identity, I think, and, and who we are, you, you know that summer's here when the cricket starts and the, the history of, I, I've had this uh, and been ignored, by the way, with uh, by the uh, Cricket Australia people saying the Sydney Test begins on January two. What is going on? Uh, they have uh, put very strongly to me that with the the uh, calendar the way it is now, with the IPL and one days and T20s and all that, that they need a bigger break between the tests. But January two to me was the day that you know you you got up on January one and you know, sometime in the afternoon <laughs> and, and, and you were pretty shady. And then January 2, you met up with your mates at the cricket at the SCG. And now it's, uh, you know, if the test had begun earlier, it wasn't raining. Just we saying. would have been fine. It's a sign. Yeah. I played a New Year's Day test match here against England. It started on January 1. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't think we woke up until about halfway. <laughs> but unfortunately, we're bowling. Um <laughs> I tell you, you're missing out today, Prime Minister, because over the years I've had, uh, I've been fortunate to, um, you know, interview Prime Ministers from Australia. But the game's going on; they've called the over, and you're not going to be able to do it because of the weather. It's terrible. I, 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 I called an, a, a few overs in uh, the day two of the Melbourne Test uh, when uh, Davy Warner was. Uh, carving it through, uh, I, I pointed out the gap was there at extra cover and sure enough, straight away, it went through there. And uh, one of my speechwriters used to work for, for Cricket Australia and uh, he texted me, I've got big brownie points here. He was like, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Just pure luck, pure luck. Yeah, well, I've spent, I've got to say, over the years, I've spent a few days here in in the bar, rather than because nothing's been happening in the cricket. So yeah, it's amazing the stats, isn't it's, it? I think it's twenty six days, you more know, than five it, times any other ground. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like every fourth Test match we, but this happens there's, here. There's been a few, and and, and it, what about it can be frustrating. And what about the um, the pink Test, the Jay McGrath Day? It's been significant. 
we're all proud of the way it's been built. You know, Glenn's done so much oh, work. Awesome. Tracy Bevan. Yeah, it's been brilliant. And and the way that it's developed, it's now part of the tradition, of course, for day three. And uh, we're sitting here uh, wearing pink uh, and the fact that there's just a sea of pink out there. Uh, the virtual pink seats are just going through the through the roof. Yeah. Uh, there's more seats sold, of course, where I think they're above 150,000 uh-huh. now, uh, which is you know, four times the capacity of the ground, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. And the fact that the touring teams get into it as well uh, is, of course, a, a, a really positive thing. Uh, when we did the reception on New Year's Day, uh, both uh, Dean Elgar and, of course, Paddy Cummins were very uh, generous in their comments about the importance of... Uh, Jane McGrath Day here, and of course Glenn McGrath has done quite an extraordinary job. I mean, that's a, a great Australian story as well, out of adversity to turn a trage- a personal and human tragedy into something that is so positive. And there's a beautiful photo today of Glenn with his three children, um, you know, reminiscing about. A photo when they were just little kids, little tackers, and it, it, it's so important to to for Jane's memory, uh, but that's something so uh, positive, both in terms of uh, raising funds uh, for uh, breast cancer nurses, but also uh, just raising awareness of, of it which then spreads to awareness of other cancers, of course. Uh, blokes are more likely to be affected by prostate cancer, of course, is a big, big issue. And uh, we need to do a lot about men's health as well as women's yep. health. I only had one question around policy, Prime Minister, that I hope you'll <laughs> forgive me, and that's the Tassie AFL team. So do you have now the business case uh, for the stadium? We do, and uh, that's been looked at by the Infrastructure Department. Uh, it it needs to be seen not as just an AFL stadium. It needs to be seen as an urban redevelopment project there at Macquarie Point. Uh, funny how things, uh, if you're around a while, things sometimes come back. Um, and uh, we funded some money, $50 million, back in 2012 for the regeneration of the Macquarie Point site for... For people who aren't uh, from Hobart or Tasmania, it's quite an extraordinary site, a bit like Barangaroo or, or other parts that have been redeveloped in, in the middle of a city. As you come over the bridge, it's right on the waterfront there of the Derwent, uh, and it needs revitalisation. It was used essentially as an old goods line, and there's a lot of cleaning up of the site as needed but potentially for commercial, tourism, and if that adds something to it, uh, not just for sporting events, but for uh, artists to perform there, then that's really what might add the value there. But we're we're having a a constructive look at it. The AFL need to do their bit as well, I've got to say, um, as well as the, the Tassie State Government, but... I've had really constructive discussions with uh, Jeremy Rockliffe, the Tassie Premier down there, and of course it would be a very good thing if Tasmania had 
an AFL team. It's a national competition. Uh, if you were going back a bit, you might have reconsidered some of the decisions that have been made given Tasmania is an AFL state, of course, mm. and some great players, not the least of which Peter Hudson, um, one of the greatest of all time. I'm uh, with you there, PM. <laughs> of course, he uh, a, a great uh, a great Tasmanian, as uh, many other players as well. So is is 270 million a stretch or a practical number from the federal government? Oh, we, we 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 don't make commitments, not even on your radio station. <laughs> it's a good try. The premier would try that. Have you got him? He, he's he's coming through the headphones there, trying to dial up questions. We we make proper decisions under the government I lead uh, through a, a budget process, but we're we're examining uh, the case that's been put to us. Yeah, and you acknowledge sort of the emotional tug that there's certainly for a portion of the community in Tassie who have waited so many years to get to this threshold and are, are quite desperate, I think, to know their answer. Oh, of, of course, but we're not talking about something that would commence straight away. And part of the business case as well, of course, has to look at the development of the Launceston ground as well. I'm not quite sure what it's called these days, given stadiums uh, change their names yeah. according to sponsors. But uh, you would need, I think... Uh, to make sure that games were played in the north as well as the south. Uh, I'm uh, not a Tasmanian, but I, I've been to Tasmania enough times to know that yep. that's an issue to, uh, <laughs> to, to rival Melbourne, Sydney. Very good. <laughs> very good. Uh, Prime Minister, thank you for coming in today. Uh, it's lovely to see you on, uh, on Jane McGrath Day. Let's hope we see um, some cricket out there. Let's hope we do. <laughs> that's the radar. I'm I'm not totally certain that we do see it. It's, uh, it, it's 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 not looking great, is it? <laughs> uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens during the day. And Buzzy's uh, uh, stranded there on 195. Yeah. The captain's got to let him to get to 200. He's got to. That's he? the, the, Flem thinks no. no don't worry about that. No, nah, you've got to do that. I want wickets. Get me the ball <laughs> in hand. You, you've got to do that. <laughs> If you were ever on 195 not out, what would you think? Did I get that in my whole career? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, anything's possible. Remember, remember Dizzy's oh. double hundred. Yeah, well, that's a question for you. I, I'm I'm barracking to the MCC, the rules committee, that Bangladesh constitutes a list A game. Uh, no. Let's take it off him. <laughs> no, no. Uh-oh. A great Australian. Yeah, he's great, Diz. Um, and, and as fast bowling cartel, we were happy for him to raise his bat for his 200. So Were you really, though? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> not when he's texting all of us in our group text. Hey, do you guys ever get nervous in the, the 180s? He was probably texting you from, from the centre, was he? Yeah, that's a, that's how flat the pitch was. <laughs> and it's Ponting's fault for sending in a night watchman. But sorry about this. I'll calm down now. I'm minister. <laughs> Prime We've touched a nerve. <laughs> we have. Well done, well done, Prime Minister. Thank you for your time. Thanks very much. Thank you. This is SEN Test Cricket for Host Plus, an industry super fund for all Australians.